What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Glad to have you back. Yes, sir. You heard me right. Here are the guys, Schmidt and Cranach. Well, Hector, here's the game plan. You're going to bring us two absolute martinis. You know how I like them straight up. And then precisely seven and one half minutes after that, you're going to bring us two more. And then two more after that every five minutes until one of us passes out. Excellent strategy, sir. The radio continues on. Chris Schmidt, Mark Cranach, Elijah Herbal. We're efforting the Iron Horse, Gary Sharp. Not sure if he's on the road this weekend or not with uh, UNO basketball. I haven't checked their schedule yet. Yeah, me either. We're me having uh, – it's, it's phone issues on our end, so I'm getting it figured out. Oh, uh, no. Okay. Well, there you go. Well, and you call him the Iron Horse, a baseball reference, of course, mm-hmm. right? Lou Gary. Um, and then Gary, having grown up in baseball circles, he's mm-hmm. as expert as they come when it sure. comes to the sport of baseball. Um, and one thing I want to touch base with him about is yeah, I'm sure you saw all the major league baseball rules changes that are that are coming out. Did you see that? Uh, I have been focused on portal, so enlighten me. No worries. Okay, so um it's there there are significant changes. Okay, so there's gonna be a pitch clock. Nice. I believe it's twenty seconds, which they robot been, umps, right? Yeah, which, which they've been experimenting with in uh in minor league baseball, there is going to be a limit of two throws over to first two pickoffs, <laughs> right? It's a limit of two. Um, then there, there's some really significant stuff defensively. So, you know, the shift with, you know, with uh money ball and yeah. all the analytics having led to these ridiculous defensive formations that are spot on. I mean, <laughs> it's crazy how effective those things are. Um, but it's almost like baseball becomes a little unrecognizable. And because of those shifts, what has happened is the single, right? Or the gap double has almost been eliminated. Sure. Right. And so because of that, all the major league teams have started to value more than ever the long ball, which everybody loves home runs, of course, but you have taken away an entire breed of baseball player, almost the Ichiro's, right. You've taken away like, so really, all you all, all, to 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 win in today's baseball, knowing that the basic routine single is almost out of the picture, you, you have to value a different style of of hitter. And what that's done overall last year, you know what the batting average, you know what the average was for hitters. It was two forty three. Two forty three. And if you look at like the AL and NL leaders, I don't have it completely memorized, but it was something like in the AL, there were only three guys above 300. <laughs> you That's know, it, either A or AL or NL. So the game is just completely changed, let alone speed on the base pads. Another thing that they're doing is they're widening the base. So, and I, I don't have my exact uh, dimensions down, but it's something like it's going from like 16 inches to 24 or 18 inches to 24. And so that allows a little bit more room for the first baseman to operate. It eliminates some of those near collisions that happen with a, these increasingly large human beings running down the base pads because of what you now value. Um, and it also gives you an extra, I don't know, six-ish 
to 12-ish inches between bases, right? So it's even though it's 90 feet, you're, you're you know it's a little bit closer. You shorten the distance a bit, so that should increase base run. So, but back to the shift. The shift is gone now. You now have to have two defenders on either side of second base. You can no longer pull the shortstop beer league softball style as a rover to take away that single and to scout people out analytics wise. So it's going to open up the game quite a bit more. If, if you combine the pitch clock with the fact that you can no longer do the shift conceivably, what that does is you're going to get more hits. The game's going to move faster. Base running is sort of back. It's kind of returning to the baseball that you and I grew up with, right? 80s, 90s, because it really has, man. It's become somewhat, uh, it's still great sport, love it. But analytics have, it's it's almost like it's gotten overanalyzed and kind of ruined some pretty key elements of, of baseball to where it's like, unless you're 6'3", 220 and are good for 30 home runs a year, you kind of don't have a place in Major League Baseball anymore. So that would be super intriguing to see what that does to the overall sport. Well, that'll be interesting to see. I mean, it's effective this year. Yeah, just from a from a ball standpoint. I mean, Cranach, you're entering into the travel ball era as as a parent. Elijah yep. sees it every weekend as a as an umpire. Yep. And we're done with travel ball from a you know select team standpoint. We're now into a sophomore year. I mean, just junior as we speak is cranking away in the cage. I mean, he's, yeah. he's in the batting cage with That's some of his buddies and, and getting some instruction to, to make sure he uh, quits resembling Ricky Vaughn on the mound. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and there we go. Elijah, let's, uh, let's send Sharpie a link. Well, see if we can, can Gary hear us right now? Is Gary on the line? Gary, we got you, bud. No, no. Okay. See if we can't just iPhone this thing up because uh, the uh, speaking of old versus new, the, the the phone lines are being a bastard this morning. So um, we'll uh, we'll we'll see if we can't send him a link to his phone and just uh, even if we just get a picture of Sharpie versus the the video feed. Uh, different ways to catch Hale Varsity podcast, obviously Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, live on ESPN Lincoln and uh, different ways on Twitter or Facebook, even YouTube, the YouTube channel, Hale Varsity's YouTube channel, Facebook and Twitter with ESPN Lincoln. And then we invite you to uh, be sure to follow Hale Varsity Radio and the Twitter handle at HVarsity Radio. So some MLB thoughts as the Hot Stove League is cranking up, pitchers and catchers reporting here uh, less than uh, a few weeks from now. We've spent most of our time this morning on the portal, specifically with uh, Nebraska, the Fran Brown connection, Mark. Let's go there, bud, and just uh, highlight what is a reality. And I thought Coach Osborne did this masterfully where he hired guys and T.O. didn't have a lot of turnover on his staff over 25 years. You had George Darlington, you had Milt, you had Charlie, Coach Ron Brown, and you had you had a rock star staff in yep. Little Hotel California. No one ever left, right? Right. And uh, while that's not the norm at Clemson or Alabama anymore, with key assistants moving on after a few years, getting a head opportunity, 
that that is eventually what causes a program to have to adjust. You you lose somebody that's been a, a key cog and a key assistant because they get their their own opportunity. Matt Rule's done a wonderful job of uh, of putting guys into action in their coaching yeah. careers. They're very loyal to him for that. They're thankful because of his mentorship, and you're seeing it pay off in some some preferential treatment. Uh, Fran Brown's a guy that's self-made, played his butt off at Western Carolina, got to the NFL out of there, and and then connected with Matt Rule just because of, of, of free seats at, at, at Temple football games. I mean, it's a really cool yeah. story. I was listening to a Baylor podcast a couple of days ago uh, with Fran Brown, and um, it's, uh, it's really impressive. Here we have him. Look at this. Uh, the wow, Iron there he is making his way. He's going to be on video. Holy Boy. cow! <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sharpie. Good morning, bud. Hey, good morning. Short and Holy moly! Short right. and sweet. It's all right. I'm holding up a gas. You can station. turn off your camera, Gary. You can turn it off. And there's no. Why, but but I why think punish the looking people? Dapper today. You're looking <laughs> yeah. dapper. So I would. I, I could just go back and hop in bed. We could do this in bed. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> Up in Yankton or Vermilion? Where, where are you at? Uh, Sioux Falls. Well, see, I, I think that sounds like a, a great segment in bed with Gary Sharp. That's uh, that's. A- <laughs> hey, when I was 21, that was a great segment. <laughs> 25 plus years later, not so much. Oops, <laughs> I dropped the camera, fellas. <laughs> yeah. Gary, we're, we're hitting we're hitting on Fran Brown here a little bit, and just his yeah. connection. And you've got ties. You've had ties for years yeah. to the SEC, and just. Uh, what your reaction here is to Nebraska's potential here with, with some of these Georgia acquisitions. Well, I think it's, uh, you know, Nebraska's in the talent acquisition business and figure it out later. I mean, they could be at a hundred scholarships before the weekend is over hundred scholarships accounted for. Um, and they don't have to be down to 85 until the start of fall camp. So they're, you know, the, the one thing we're finding out is that these guys have a lot of connections throughout different levels of football and different locations where, you know, people talk in that business so much. Hey, we got a guy who's not happy here, or he just he's in a log jam at a position. Would you guys be interested? And I think one thing about Nebraska is you can tell that when they are given a bit of information on a player, they immediately go into overdrive to vet that player to see if he's somebody that Nebraska would pursue. And, you know, I give them credit. It, you look at right now their portal pickups, if you include the two that were at Nebraska, went into the portal and came back. Nebraska's 12 for 12 with power five guys. Now, I don't think every portal guy is created equal just because they come from Alabama or Georgia doesn't mean they're, you know, an incredible player. and They're going to turn your program around. But I will say that there's I think there's a couple of things that come from the Georgia program that are ingrained in their culture, like an MJ Sherman could be beneficial to his position group, but also inside of of the locker room. But I, I think it's a it's promising for Nebraska. I mean, I think it's pretty clear also that. Matt Rule has identified three young assistants on the offensive side of the ball. And in one case, your tight end coach is not really young, but at the Division I level he is, is I'm going to help you with as much talent at those positions so you have options. So I'm not just going to leave you out there in your first year coaching at Nebraska or in Donovan Riola's case, his second year as a Division I coach. You mentioned Bob Bob Wager, the tight ends coach, who is a prominent high school football coach in the state of Texas. And so he's making his kind of collegiate coaching debut under coach rule for Nebraska at tight end and bringing in a couple of guys that were on his high school team that had never played the sport of football before their senior year. 
one of them being a six foot two guy that apparently has 40 plus inch hops and somebody else. So, so two receiving threats that were not recruited because recruiting typically starts if you're big time sophomore year, even freshman uh, offers go out when you're a junior, that sort of thing. But these guys were on literally nobody's radar because they didn't even play the sport. Yeah. But here's Wager who has seen them up close. And both of those guys are being brought in, presumably as scholarship offer type guys. Uh, you know, what wh- What does it say, I guess, for Matt Rule and I guess your creativity in building a roster versus the Alabama Clemson style of just like, hey, you can essentially draft <laughs> the best dudes yeah. that everybody knows about. Well, I think that's a good point, Mark. And I'll use Colorado as an example. There is no doubt that Deion Sanders is a, is a magnet. Players want to go play for him. If I was a defensive back, I'd want to go play for a guy that was one of the best ever to play that position. Is how do you acquire talent? And then are you just acquiring talent and personalities, or are you acquiring talent to build a roster? And I do think there is some means to how Nebraska has gone about this. Matt Rule definitely trusts his talent evaluators on his staff. Like if, if somebody comes to you and says, hey, this guy hasn't played much high school football, but I think with what we do, he's going to be good. And Matt Rule says, let's go get him. I think that says a lot to the to the, the kind of the program they're building, but also that the kind of assistance that he has brought. So I think Nebraska, like compared to a Colorado, because Colorado is accumulating a lot of talent and they're going to continue to do that. But I think there's a difference between accumulating talent and, and then turning that into building a roster. And I, and I can see the infancy of how Nebraska is trying to do that with some of the players that they are going after, whether they be a high-level player or a player that's been under under the radar that they're going to put on the radar. Gary Sharp is with us here, a Saturday morning edition of Hale Varsity Radio. And Gary, the big addition this week, Eric Gilbert. I mean, just the, the, the talent jumps off the, the page, jumps off the video screen whenever you check out his highlights. Clean route runner, just seems like one of those athletes that Nebraska hasn't had in here in a while. I want to get your reaction. It's been a, a rocky college start for Eric Gilbert from LSU to Florida and to Georgia hasn't quite seen the field as much as a lot of people have expected. What's your take on what he brings and, and what it's going to take for Nebraska to get him on the field? You know what, Elijah, you're a little bit young for this, but Mark and, and Chris can remember one of the first guys I thought of. And, 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 and this guy is in a whole different stratosphere. Uh, Johnny Mitchell, like just an mm-hmm. athleticism at that position. I immediately thought, man, he kind of runs routes as Elijah was alluding to like Johnny Mitchell and we know that Johnny Mitchell kind of was ahead of his time in the early 90s yeah. at that position before that position took off. I think there's one, there's a couple of things with Eric Gilbert. I'm If you get the Eric Gilbert that we saw at LSU, then you could be talking a Kyle Pitts type guy. Mm-hmm. But the thing about, and, and the thing I think will benefit him, and, 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 and Eric has to be in a good spot, and then it, we can talk about Eric the football player. But I think getting away from Atlanta and the South where everybody knows you, Everybody knew your name coming out of high school to a place where you get a fresh start that they've been able to go, okay, why didn't it work out at Georgia? Why didn't it work out at LSU? Okay, we can give you the support that you need and the space that you need. Oh, by the way, you're coming into a position of need. And if we can get that out of you, then we can get you back to headed where you want to be. And that's going to the NFL. Mm -hmm. So if Nebraska can get him in a good spot and he's comfortable and he's worked through you know, anything that that uh, plagues him off the field uh, and he's in a good spot there, then on the field, guys, I, I think I think this is could be a major pickup. And I could if he blows up like he has the potential to, 
Um, I mean, I, I'm thinking Kyle Pitts. I, I know that's a big thing to say, but there's a lot of potential there. But you, but he's got to be on the field first before you can ever unlock that. Sharpie, uh, to to speak to the the off the field versus the on the field. Um, Nebraska, we, we talk about recruiting ties and we talk about relationship development with Rule and his staff. But one thing that's always been a constant for Nebraska has been life skills, Keith Zimmer, and the support staff. And, and that's been unwavering for decades at Nebraska. We, t- we talk about all these things that Nebraska has, but this is going to be very key for, for Gilbert moving forward, the, the support staff that she alluded to. And just speak for a moment to, to what Nebraska has with that, in your opinion, that, that can really benefit a guy uh, like Gilbert. Just, just, and, and I know other programs yeah. try and offer, but Nebraska's perfected it. Well, I, I think one thing, and this isn't just a Nebraska thing. This is kind of encouraging across all the sports. Is they make athletes comfortable that it's okay to say I'm not in a good spot, mm-hmm. and we've seen that we've we've had, we've seen that guys over the last five six years, even even before COVID. Of, of student athletes really, really struggling with the mental part and, and the balance that goes into playing a year-round sport, that it never leaves you. And, and I think Nebraska has been kind of ahead of the, the curve and, and the movement to really support the mental health of student athletes and the people that they have working and the program that they have. And also, I think just a, a level of somebody saying, you know what, I'm not right. I, I, I got to get myself right. And so I think when you when you present that to somebody – that has battled those kind of issues in Eric Gilbert, I think that gives him a comfort level. Um, you know, Omar Manning never never even came close to what we thought he would do at Nebraska. But you know what? In a way, probably Nebraska helped him out a lot. And, and we know Omar off the field, he battled some stuff to get Omar right before we ever talked about Omar the football player. And, you know, unfortunately, we never saw that on the football field. But I think Omar the person is better at being at a place like Nebraska and dealing with those kind of issues. And so that's why it gives me some encouragement that Nebraska has a plan for Eric Gilbert. And they also have some space for him, you know, and and a a huge support staff to help him through to get to where he wants to go, to get a college degree, to play college football, and and, and to be somebody who he, you know, he can be on a day-to-day basis. It's Gary Sharp with this weekend edition, Hail Varsity Radio. Sharpie, we're up against it. Thanks for working with us this morning, bud. And, Popping on camera. I, I want to see the, <laughs> I, the full I, art gallery of Sharpie uh, next weekend. I appreciate it. But Schmidt, you and I have got to grow some facial hair to compete against Elijah and Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it. Hey, has I, like a great beard and like no, the goatee. Elijah has like a world-class mustache. You yeah. and I just have like stubble from the night before. Yeah. yeah. Work and, on and it. I got the sand. I got the Santa silver going. So we, we shave <laughs> that uh, quite often. Sharpie, have a good weekend. Have a good call. Hey, this I appreciate weekend, it, right? guys. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, man. There he is. Gary Sharp with us. You did have that mustache going for a little bit, but I don't think this show is big enough for both of us to have mustaches. You know what I'm saying? Like, I look like uh, I should be us. driving a windowless van. You know, the, <laughs> the, the windows are blacked out when I try and grow a stash. I'll, I'll leave the. Facial hair uh, expertise to you, Elijah, with the power umpire mustache and Cranach. You keep rocking the uh, the beard. I, it, it works well. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for uh, spending time this uh, mo- this morning with Hail Varsity. Uh, podcast will be up Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, full show and different segments as well. Posted for you 
And uh, we'll talk some NFL and, of course, more Husker news on Monday at 4 with Hale Varsity. Cranach, be good. Enjoy some volleyball. He was well. All right. You take care, buddy. Thank you much. Have a good and, weekend. Uh, we'll, we'll be back at you Monday on ESPN Lincoln with Hale Varsity. Thanks.